You want to make your next webinar or online meeting more interactive, more engaging. What's up, Do Yo Live Nation? This is the Do Yo Live audio experience. I just recently published an ebook and turned it into a webinar on how to make your webinars more interactive, more engaging. We cover a number of tips with polling, live Q&A, just different tips and techniques that you're going to find a tremendous amount of value in the information that's in the webinar. You can also download the free ebook. That's right, at doyolive.com. We'll make sure we put that in the notes. In the meanwhile, please give this thing a listen. Thank you for following. Share it with a friend. And let's make your webinars more engaging starting now. Um, make sure that, okay. Six ways, six ways to make your next webinar more interactive. My name is Dennis Schraldi. I'm the founder of DU Live Digital Marketing Interactive Design Conference. Actually, we dropped the interactive. Um, that event is dedicated towards ongoing professional development to marketing, business, sales, and design professionals, entrepreneurs. We've had over a thousand people attend in our first four years, webinars on a monthly basis deliver 225,000 impressions to our audience. And I'm very excited about our virtual event coming up in November. Um, I have performed, performed or produced in some capacity over 80 webinars in my career that have generated, that's right, over tens of thousands of leads and a hundred millions of dollars to sales funnels. That is not an exaggeration. That's not some crazy click funnel scam that you find on the internet. This is real deal stuff that I've been executing very pragmatically for about a decade now. So I wanna share with you, not how to do a webinar, because I've done webinars on how you do webinars effectively to make them better for lead gen, those sorts of things. It's what you do once you get your webinar started that I really wanted to hone in on these items. So here's six ways. And then as soon as I go through these, we're done. We could get out of here. I'm just kidding. Um, six ways to make your webinar more interactive. The items that we're going to cover today are number one, opening introductions, uh, leveraging your Q&A, your polling, your chat, things like that, that are native to these now devices that we utilize in order to be able to execute webinars. So um, I'm gonna dig into each one of those, the uh, use of video, and of course, We've got some bonus ideas that actually bring a little bit more than six to this. This is a publication of Do Yo Live, and Do Yo Live is presented by iSynergy. They pay the bills. We drop their name. It's a great partnership. Kicking off the webinar, when you get things started, you have to be excited about the webinar because if you're not excited about it, nobody on the other end is going to give two craps about it either. So if you start off with a monotone, and keep it very much there and show that you're not excited or that you're not human, you're likely gonna get a lot of attrition of people dropping off. So I really like, I don't, I have to be careful that I don't go the WWE route and get too excited, but in the same note, like I'm always wanting to make sure that we get the webinar started, that brighten your day, thank you for people coming here and having some tone and reflection in your voice that states that you're actually excited to have people on it and that you're human and that you're not reading something. 
So at the start of a webinar, I did this. I asked you to raise your hand. Um, and once again, if you could, raise your hand if you can see the screen at this point too. I should have done that. Thank you, Corey, I appreciate that. So you can see my screen. The next thing you do is what I just did. I let Corey know that I appreciate him raising his hand. What this does is it gets Corey's attention and lets other people know, even though if I don't say their name, that I might say their name and that I can see and feel and I'm pulling them into the conversation. Um, we also go through, like I did at the beginning, of what you can expect, right? So we're going to have polling questions at the, throughout the course of the webinar. Um, there's live Q&A. If you have a chat question, if you have a Q&A question, go ahead and ask these throughout the course of the webinar. We're gonna make it as interactive as we possibly can. Um, because you're doing that, you're setting it up at the very beginning to let people know that you're willing to take questions, you're willing to interact with them, you're wanting to get their feedback on what you're going to be talking about. Um, the cool thing about a webinar is that it's bi-directional communication. Meaning that typically an audience is out there in a TV land and you don't get to give feedback. Whereas live Q&A, you could be taking questions throughout the course of your webinar to make it more interactive. So tip number two on live Q&A. Um, during the webinar, you can have people register questions in the chat or in the Q&A feature. Um, it's also a good time for you to transition if there's another speaker on your webinar. So if there's another individual that's going to be presenting, <clears throat> you could say something like, okay, we're gonna pause now and take some live Q&A that are coming in through the chat or coming in through the Q&A feature. And as we take those, we're gonna transition here in just a moment to the next speaker. That helps get the next speaker ready, but it also pauses for a moment and you don't have to wait all the way to the end to get some live Q&A questions. And then throughout the course of your webinar, make sure that you're reminding people to ask questions. Um, you know, today we're, we're doing a webinar on webinar engagement. Make sure that if you have any questions about this topic, go ahead and make sure you drop those questions into the chat or into the Q&A. Register those today. We'll take a moment and answer those during the course of the webinar. Back to the content, back to our next speaker. Um, so that's why, that's why we do that to help uh, transition content to make engagement to pause for a moment for clarity purposes this is also an effective tactic when you're hosting an online meeting so like for instance the, what people typically do when they're running the meeting is they, they start to go from front to back and it's a good idea about five or seven minutes in to pause and say hey I like to pause for just a moment and make sure I address any questions that you may have about the topic before you move on. Keep your attendees engaged with polling question, right? So polls are a great way that you can um, get people engaged in your webinar strategy. And I always recommend doing something like this. So I just recently popped a polling question. I like to start with a softball question. Maybe it's something about the best pizza in your town. Maybe it has something to do with a non-work related question, but it's something easy to get started with so people can get familiar with answering a question and building engagement 
Um, so that's where we usually start these questions with. <clears throat> I usually go with, again, like a 10 to 15 minute transitional, either on speaker or content type of situation. <clears throat> I'll do everything from single answer to multiple choice. Now, the secondary reason why we will end up doing a polling question is that we're asking pre-buying and qualifying questions that basically get into budget authority need and timeline. Those are qualifying questions for lead generation. So for instance, my, my first question is a real softball. It's, it's just to get you answering questions psychologically so you're participating and it's fun. But then my next additional questions will end up being questions that are qualifying questions. And what I typically like to do as well is that I like to read the question to the person because sometimes the uh, context of the question or the tone might throw people off. So what best describes your webinar strategy? Routinely rocking webinars for clients prospects? We are in the planning stages. What is your webinar, you know, what webinar strategy? We don't have one. And then the, the next thing that I typically do is say the, the poll's been open for about 35 seconds. We've got 50% participation. There's a lot of people on our webinar today. If you could kindly just take a moment and answer the question, I'm going to close it in just about 10 seconds, nine, eight, um, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, thank you everybody for participating in our polling question. We're gonna move on. So again, like this pauses for a moment. You're really forcing the issue of people, you're not being condescending of reading something to somebody. But in the same note, like you want to make sure that, you know, sometimes the Ron Jeremy effect of putting a question mark versus an exclamation point at the end of the sentence will end up uh, changing the tone, right? So that's why I do that. In addition, if I do a countdown and I verbalize that and other people have participated, then you're creating the fear of missing out, which also helps to increase the amount of people that likely would, would participate. Communication with the audience and attendees via the chat. Um, so as, as we're going, again, I'll practice my own best medicine. Make sure that if you have any questions, let's go ahead and ask them into the chat or the Q&A. Typically what I will do throughout the course of the webinar, um, if I'm running one, if I'm running my own and I'm talking like I am right now, it's a rather challenging task, but I'll usually assign somebody within the organization to say, uh, do something like, Hi everyone, um, and 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 really <clears throat> make an attempt and an effort to give people um, the notes in the chat of like what's coming next. So tip, you know, number uh, we're on five. Tip number five is up next. You know, this is the ESPN scroll, right? Um, what's coming up? What's next on Sports Center? Those sorts of things. I will do individual messages throughout the course of a webinar as well. So this one, this one goes in a private message to an attendee. Hey, Corey, thank you. Hey, Cora, thank you for being on the webinar today. I really appreciate it. Um, if there's any questions, please ask those in the chat or in the Q&A. And what that's doing as well is that is helping to create the one-on-one -on -one engagement for the people that are there. And it's also another form of communication. We actually leave this open so then that you can, um, uh, attendees can 
communicate with other attendees as well. So it's a nice way to create engagement with that on the chat side of things. Um, another thing that another thing that we'll do is like, um, you know, so we've had a polling question on webinar strategy, and just curious, you know, what are what are some of the things that that you really like about webinars when it comes to participating in them? If you if you have if you know, put that answer into the chat, and that's that's something that we want to do as well from a point of view perspective. Um, smile, you're on camera. So I started the webinar with video, and and you know, is there there are good things to come out of COVID, and I think that there are. Um, obviously, we understand that nobody wanted to have a global pandemic and a worldwide shutdown and and life in jeopardy type of situations, and and then we you know kind of come to grips with what this looks like. But one of these things that's come out of COVID is that as everybody turned to online meetings and video and webinars, the same can be said to the utilization of video in, in your webinar strategy. Um, that's become the norm now. It wasn't pre-COVID. Like you would turn a webinar on, see a video, kind of freak out because you're actually seeing somebody. And so I've, I had to turn my video off today because of the reflection of the, the, um, the screen on my face made, made me look red. And so that obviously was an issue. Um, but in the most part, if I've got decent lighting, I'm, I want to put the video on, look into, look into, make that human interaction into the camera, smile, be upbeat, be friendly, make eye contact. All those things that we're taught to do in person when we're sitting across from a, a, an individual, that makes it feel like it's a one-on-one -on -one interaction, right? Um, I do, even if like, if you saw the camera on me right now, which I, I could do is, um, you know, it's pretty interesting. Like I am still doing my hand gestures. Like I'm sitting in front of you, like I'm connecting with you. I'm smiling when I'm talking, I'm making all those same facial and visual cues to you. And it's in, in, and it's a one to many. But in a lot of times, the way that we're presenting this, I'm presenting this, my style, it feels like it's one-to-one -one because I'm just talking into the screen, right? But I'm making that personalized connection to you with eyes and smile. So I think it's a very important aspect to webinars in this day post-COVID that it has become the norm. Um, every Zoom meeting that I go to that I shut my camera off the other person has theirs on already. So I was already comfortable communicating in that environment. And it's just the world has now become advanced to that. So take advantage of that. Turn your video on uh, when you're utilizing your, your webinar. I've got good lighting now, so I'm, I'm willing to you know, keep it rolling. Bonus tip number six. These are the bonuses, right? Don't read like your slides like that to me. I, I, I produced a webinar for an individual that one time you could hear um, paper. It was like, it was like this. And they were crinkling paper and I was like, holy crap. Like they're actually really reading that webinar. And I instructed them like, don't read the webinar. Like you have to make your, your slides look interesting and fun. Something visually to look at uh, with bullet points. I like to, I'd like, I would recommend like every other, uh, uh, every other 
page be a big visual and then bullet points if you need to make a point bullet points are designed to help the speaker articulate their points not have everything that you you need on there now you're probably saying to me well you've got a lot of stuff written on this and that is correct um, this deck that i'm showing you today is actually an ebook that i created as a result of the ask on how to make webinars more interactive so Needless to say, that's, um, that's the, the reason why you see so many bullet point or content on here. Otherwise, it would just be a few things. Um, if you could be funny, it shows the humor side. Like, I know jokes bomb all the time, but like, if you know, you could be funny. Like, right now, you can't see it, but it's a little self-depreciating humor. I was on a camping trip this past week with my, my kids, and we just got back Wednesday night. And the last day of the camping trip, I mean, literally like tent camping. Um, I woke up and I felt like kind of um, swollen in my eyes. And today, like it, I woke up like with big bags under my eyes. I was like, am I that tired? But um, apparently I'm not. I just, I, I've got some sort of allergy thing going on. And that's one of the other reasons why I didn't want to be on camera, but um, it's not that bad. So you really can't tell, but it feels awful. Real authentic. Again, like I'm willing to go there. I'm willing to tell you the story about me on the mountain bike trip with the kids don't labor on it. Like you don't want to hear about my kids. You're here, here to learn about how to get, make a webinar more engaging, but in the same note, it lets you know that I'm human. Um, webinars don't need to have a perfect fit to them. It's, it's a real conversation. Like I know presentations, you know, in sales presentations, I've been in a lot of them. You want it to be like just front to back. Amazing. Um, the production value and the quality should be real. Um, you know, Go light on the selling. Uh, that is a huge pet peeve of mine uh, uh, when it comes to webinars. Let me get back to my last polling question. Actually, it's a good time to end my poll and get back into polling question number two, which is three. Okay, ready? Mark all the ones that mark all, select all, multiple choice, which of the following are your pet peeves about webinars? Video, per video of the person, chat, infomercial, too much selling. I say go light on the selling. You know why you're here. I'm going to educate you on something that I'm an expert on. Um, you kind of know why you're showing up, right? You know, you're showing up to get some information, but it's obviously produced with some sort of agenda possibly on the back end. Make sure that you record it so that you've got content that you can reuse and repurpose. I reversed engineered this process. Usually I will record a webinar, I'll perform a webinar, record it, and then turn it into an ebook. This is the first time I've ever done a webinar where I've done the ebook first and then turned it into a webinar. So, um, you know, just a, a, a little bit different kind of mechanism. Um, at the end, Create a post-event survey. Um, what, how do you want to stay in contact? And this is a little bit of a tricky situation because you're all gonna get this post-event survey that I'm doing right now. Um, keep in communication um, with, you asked the question, keep in communication with upcoming events. So now I've asked permission to keep communicating with you. So if you say no to the others, I can continue to send you emails, communication, that sort of thing. The second question is, let's just be honest, like let's schedule time with the sales organization, account executive, whatever you call that person in your organization, call to action, let's have a follow-up. 
um, send me the on-demand version, which is a little bit like number one, keep me communication. So um, you're giving me again permission. Um, and so you're asking these ways, these per per permissible ways to communicate with you as a prospect or a client and to keep and build the engagement. Because webinars are a great lead generation tool. They're also a great way to keep your existing clients, your clients by educating your client base. Very light selling there. However, expand the wallet share, 80-20 principle, right? Keep your customers abreast of new products, new services, new ideas that you have to offer industry topics, value your customer with that sort of valuable content, and then give yourself an opportunity to go back in with additional stuff that it obviously allows you to sell. Um, so that leads me to the end of our webinar. I really appreciate everybody dropping on by today. Um, get you in and out of here in 30 minutes. So that's a nice amount of time to just have that type of engagement. Now, the question I have, um, or actually in the chat, in the Q&A, go ahead and form your questions. A little bit about Do Your Live Webinar Services. Light on the selling portion of this, right? So we have a couple different flavors of this service that I actually am starting to, um, not starting to, but like, so we have webinars every month on the Do Your Live platform. And we generally average about 50 to 100 people that register for our events. And we give you the opportunity to be able to sponsor um, those webinars. Like it, this webinar is brought to you by, right? So that's one way that we can work with you on a webinar. Um, the next is that we can produce a webinar for you if it's relevant content onto our platform. If our audience is valuable to you, um, not just from a sponsorship perspective, but you're very, you've got something that you want to educate our audience on. We'll work with you on producing a webinar on our platform. And then the third portion of that, and I kind of went reverse order, but that's all right, is that we'll work with you behind the scenes. I will work with you behind the scenes, white label production of your webinar. Um, I've done this for, actually, this really all started when I was with GE Healthcare. Um, shout out to Victoria. I see that you're on Victoria. Good to see you. And, um, I hope all is well with you, but, um, and then Konica Minolta medical imaging. Um, uh, I produced them for Keystone medical. Um, uh, gosh, like there's, there's just a ton of examples that are out there. Mach seven technologies where they just came to me and said, will you produce our webinars for us behind the scenes? Uh, directly employed with in, in the GE days, but then post that, I took that knowledge and I applied it to these other brands and was the guy that was behind the scenes producing the webinar from front to back, content lining speakers, um, promoting, filling butts and seats, and then getting lead lists and then the, 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 the strategy beyond that. So if any of that's of interest to you, email me at Dennis at DoYourLive.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, thank you all for being here today. I will make sure that you get a copy of this ebook and also the on-demand version of this uh, webinar. Thank you again. I don't see any questions in the chat. You all take care. I just got back from North Carolina, so like I'm able to say, you all take care. That's where we were. Asheville, North Carolina on the mountain bike trip. And there was a lot of y'alls and it made us feel that Southern hospitality made us feel, feel really good. So me and my, my boys, my 11 and nine year old, we've been joking around since and dropping the y'alls on everybody. All right, take care, have a safe, Wonderful Labor Day weekend. 
Hopefully you get an opportunity to take some time off. Enjoy your families, your friends, your loved ones. We'll see you. Thanks.